Welcome to Craft Comics, my name is Jarrett Moore, and joining me today, as always, is Dan McHugh. Strap into relaxation, everyone. Today is Friday, June 28th, 2019. We've got CBD oil. We're licking <laughs> each other's faces. Yeah, it's gonna get weird. Ugh. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everybody in between, welcome back to another exciting, titillating, arousing yeah, episode. Dare I say it? <laughs> episode of Craft Comics, the weekly craft beer and comic book podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's I, what it is. I feel like I did a good job of introducing. That was a good intro. That was a good intro. Thank you very much. Um, before we jump into anything, we're just going to do a couple quick socials. Dan runs the Instagram. How do you find us on Instagram? uh craft period comics on twitter we are comics underscore craft yeah. but you can just find us with craft comics twitter if you and log then, on right now to instagram uh-huh. you will find a nice and suggestive uh-huh. donkey kong picture oh yes take take the banana, banana. take yep. the banana take all the of banana. it um and we're also on patreon your craft comics on patreon so with that shit out of the way Again, this is Craft Comics, a weekly podcast where we review last week's comics, uh, or in this week's comics in this case, Yeah, uh, drink some tasty beers, argue with each other about yeah. nerd shit. Yeah. Um, but before we do any of that, I always ask my good friend, Danny Mac. That's me. We're still the, good friends. In the pineapple shirts. For the, love for the moment. Thank you. It's a love that pineapple. Uh, yeah. How are you doing? What have you been playing? What have you been doing I've been doing pretty good. I went to uh, Giant Jones last night. There was that uh, Crafts and Crafts event there. Uh huh. Um, put How on confusing. By what? Crafts oh. and Crafts and Comics and Crafts. Yeah, I know. What a but, thing. But uh, yeah, I'll take any excuse I can. I can get to go to Giant Jones. That place is amazing. Have some of that burr. Yep, uh, as made famous in episode whatever of our podcast, <laughs> where we drank their Weizenbach, it was super good. You could they, at least know they had. Yeah, I could, but I but I didn't. But you don't. Um, I tried a braggot of theirs, which was pretty what interesting. Is, what is that? I'm gonna try to make one. It's a mead beer hybrid, so it's like made with kind of half malt from beer and half honey. And you smush them together uh-huh. and make a magical combination known as the braggot. Okay, that sounds the the other. There's another thing that's like that called graph, which is like half. Um, oh yeah, apple cider and half. Beer. Oh okay. Yeah. And is that the one that's? Is that the Stephen King one? Or no. Yes, I think that okay. is actually okay. the Stephen King one that okay. people, like didn't didn't actually exist. I think it's made with like juniper berries or something else too. Oh, maybe sure. It's like uh, some other weird uh, bittering herbs that instead sounds, of hops. I think. Yeah, that sounds slightly familiar. But yeah, it was it was good though. Yeah, it was really good. It I was try that. it was surprising. Fun. It was like super dark actually, which I wasn't expecting. But like the malt that they used was like super dark, but really good. Hmm. It was. It ended up making some really interesting character. Uh, so yeah, it was really good. I'd like to try making one because we have a bunch of honey that I was thinking about using for mead, but mead takes so long to age, and, and I you don't can really want to do really it. Easy. And you can fuck it up. So yeah. I might just, I might just smush it into some beer and see what happens. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. That sounds uh, fun. Yeah, that was cool. And then I uh, finally beat Red Dead. Oh my mm. god, that game took four ever yeah it really draws out I it feel really like it drags on at yeah. the last like 25 percent, maybe even 50 percent. i don't know yeah 
But uh, it, it was really good, though, despite, like, wanting to be done with it once I reached the epilogue. Right. And then once you reach the epilogue, it's like another six hours of yeah. stories. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God, just please, please end. I, I heard, like, that fucking bit with um John Marston where you're building the house. Yeah. It's like, what is happening in this? I actually loved that Did part. The part so that I... Yeah, because, yeah, it's like a montage of him building his house, and it's, like, to this really weird country song about building a house. It's, like, literally, like, pick up your hammer and nail yeah. some nails and build the <laughs> yeah. house, John Marston, and yeah. you're like, what is happening in this game right now? Yeah. I don't understand. It was pretty hilarious. The parts that I, like, didn't write was, like, or didn't like was, like, before that, you're working on a ranch, and you had just finished, like, the biggest story mission of the game. Yeah. And you're and you're like okay i'm oh man that was so good and then it's like you're john marston now and go shovel some shit in the stables yeah (laughs) and like do all these menial chores for like five missions do you remember when i told you about uh arthur morgan's um journal last week yeah i think that's what i was talking about so like obviously Uh, john starts writing in the journal yeah and it, it like the writers did this like deliberate thing where like John is basically a fucking idiot. So he's like, yeah. I shoveled poop today. Yeah, it wasn't so bad. <laughs> but like Arthur would have had this like really like kind of like poetic yeah. like yeah. thing about it. Yeah, right. it was. Yeah, but that game was really good. I really liked it. Nice. Good. Yeah. Good. 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 What about you? I have been watching a lot of um, SGDQ. That's Summer Games yeah. Done Quick. I have not really gotten into it at all in previous years, but for some reason I am all in on it this okay. year. Um, cool. So, like, when I'm not watching that, I'm trying to watch some uh, Women's World Cup soccer. Yeah. We just got done watching them beat America. France. America. America. Yeah, that was that was pretty sick. That it was, was a good game. game. Yeah. Um, it was a good game. I was kind of worried it was going to be a total shutout. I was I was actually excited for it to be a total shutout. Yeah. I don't know why I said it was worried. Yeah. But, um, then it got a little bit nail bitey, but yeah. uh, they they they. I'm glad it got them. a little bit nail bitey because, like, it, uh, from what I hear, and I know nothing about soccer. Um, but from what I hear, this was the one that uh-huh. they could have lost. Yeah. So right. it's good that at, at least was pretty close because a lot of the later games may not be. And maybe I'll yep. end up eating my words because maybe they'll show up and like lose. become a true underdog story or something. Right. And then they could lose. You yeah. Know I mean? And the yeah. U.S. might lose. But uh, I don't have anything invested in soccer anyway. So if that happens, that's fine, too. And you're not that much of a patriot. I'm not. So, uh, yeah. I mean, if France won, I would have been cool with that, too. Yeah, because you're... I don't know, you're like part French or something, or Crystal's French, right? Yeah, Crystal's French. Yeah. Eventually, I might be part French by citizenship law. Nice. We'll see. You'll be, I don't know, there's a French joke. I'm not I'm not doing it. It's fine. That's I'm not, fine. I don't, I don't have to do it. So yeah, other than that, I've been playing some games um, when I'm not watching other people play them. Yep. Still playing World of Warcraft. Yeah. Been like tangentially interested in League of Legends. Oh, really? Yeah. So Dude, I, I play some League, about that. actually. Yeah. Do you or yeah. would you? No, I do. You do? Okay. Yeah. yeah, I've been thinking about getting into it since Hots is dead. Mm-hmm. Um, might as well just jump on the most hypest train, right? Yeah. The, the, it's got the most people by far, right? It's not too difficult either, okay. I don't think. Like, the, unlike Dota. Like, unlike Dota. Which is, yeah. like, crazy, yeah. Especially if you, down, if you play it, you should download this app. It's called Blitz. 
and it keeps like all of the main builds mm-hmm. um, and interfaces with your game. So it's like, okay, this is the build that 99% of players use, and it highlights which ones oh, you sure. like, what items you should buy, and what uh, you know, what traits you should get at what level. Because so. I'm too dumb to do that, <laughs> and, yeah. I, and my team would probably yell at me if I wasn't building out right or something like that, right? Well, it's just easier, you know. It's, They'd be like, "What is this fucking idiot doing?" Yeah, I mean, some people always really got into like the builds and stuff of yeah. MOBAs. That is not me. I, I'm just like, I like the mechanics and I like the movement and stuff. So just tell me what to get. I'll get the things and then I'll play the game and it'll be fun. But I don't want to have to deal with, oh, you have to get this item in this situation. It's too much thinking. I'm too dumb for it. I don't yeah. like it. I'm the same way. I like I like leveling up. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like yeah. leveling up. I think that's a cool mechanic where yeah. you get things at, at each one. And I do I do like builds um to some point, but like when when it's literally just ninety nine percent of the people do yeah. this build each time, then it's like what's the point? And of in it? league it kind of is like yeah. that from my understanding. So unlike like, Dota. So like in Heroes of the Storm, yeah. it would actually you would pick depending on kind of your comp and how the game was going, right? A little bit, but I always even that's in, how I found it, but I was always yeah. a shitter at that. But game, even in so. Heroes of the Storm, it was like I don't know, maybe like this this trade has like a seventy or eighty percent uh, or you would rate. you would just do one of two things, right? You would either go yeah, like, and, but yeah. but those two you, those two things were always a set build path, right? In most cases, exactly. So, yeah, and those are fine too. But yeah, yeah, you should let me know if you play some. I'd be okay. down to play some. Okay, and like everyone's on that fucking weird auto chess game now. Yeah. I don't understand it. Yeah, and the, the league one just came out. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't tried the league one at all, but uh, yeah, could be cool. I don't know. Yeah, it's an interesting genre that I'm kind of interested in, but only really. I don't want to play that on PC. I want to play it on mobile. Yeah, so. I'm, yeah. I mean, shit. And the, the Dota Auto Chess one, the official Valve release yeah. one, takes like 45 minutes per game. 45. Yeah, and I'm like, my legs are gonna fall asleep if I'm playing that on the toilet. Even you know the I mean? mobile one takes a half hour, and I'm like, that's way too long. Yeah, that's way, way, way too long. Yeah, like, they should trim those down to like 15, 15 tops. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if we seem especially chilled out today, it's not because we would, don't want to be here, but it's because we got a we got a beer with some CBD oil, yep, so yep. we are both feeling relaxed. You know, just completely chill. Here's the Absolutely thing: Absolutely, I think bro. CBD is like a meme, ninety percent bullshit, uh-huh. especially in beer, because um, it's like the amounts that you put in it are so small that it's really unlikely to do anything. But I got it for the memes. It's yeah. the same price as any other Untitled Art beer. Um, this just has CBD. Yeah, so it just has CBD better in for it. You. So it's, yeah, it, it's like... It's it's like uh, eating um, hemp or something, yeah, right? Yeah, pr- basically. Yeah. We're just... this is We're doing this for our health. I'm yep. like, uh, I know that you guys are going to meme on us for it, but like, you know... But we're, we're just looking out... For ourselves. For ourselves. Numero uno and numero dos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is the Untitled Art CBD Pills, is what we're drinking right now. It is a classic pilsner infused with CBD oil. It's got weed in it. Yeah, sort of. So pew, pew, pew. A weed, uh, CBD is like a weed, what do you call it, byproduct, I think, or something like that. It's not, uh, it's not anything that specifically gets you high. Some people say it relaxes them. Some people say it cures epilepsy. There's a whole lot of weird uh, science and non-science going on around it. So yeah. it's kind of like the Wild West of 
um, new hip hippie drugs to take right now. We're definitely in the weeds on this shit because, like, I think that there is demonstrable proof that CBD can help treat, like, childhood epilepsy. Yes. There's, there's, like, that is a fact, 100%. And a couple other things, I think. But then it gets into stuff like... But then it gets murky. Right, where, like, claims on, you know, helping anxiety and things like that. And it's like, well, you know, at the end of the day, in my opinion, if you have anxiety and you drink a beer that has CBD oil and it makes you feel better... It's not gonna hurt anyone. yeah it's not hurting nobody and Whatever. It, it's totally hunky dory but yeah. the, it's the health claim you know yeah, what i mean that yeah. is kind of like mm, that's a bit of a head scratcher but yeah I, I guess i don't have a problem with it at all because it's so fucking cheap like maybe if it was super expensive and you're like oh this will cure your headaches sure. forever yeah and yeah. you know stuff like that but it's like no you can get literally anything infused with cbd so hey, if people want to spend money on cbd whatever i don't know enough to tell them not to <laughs> so whatever yeah you can buy this shit in like like literal oil and like put on your butthole or something right you can do whatever you <laughs> I want mean, yeah you can buy the oil you can put it wherever you want no one's gonna like does it but does, does it say uh, is house. it for like uh external use only does it <laughs> does it say in the thing not to put it on my butthole uh i don't think so you sound like a cop dan are you a cop get out of the are studio you do you even know anything about is this real <laughs> cbd in this beer this right re- now holy fuck are you a you are a cop. You're coming to drag me out. I'm coming to drag you out. No. I saw you put that oil on your beehole. CBD is specifically... You helped me administer it. <laughs> ...only legal... This is entrapment. ...when you put it in beverages and sell it at a market. And then it comes out of your butthole later. Yep. But, yep. You, it but you can't do it the, the other way other. around. No, no abs- that's illegal. Uncle Sam will take you down. Please. I hope so. <laughs> I, I hope so. I'm, I'm a rebel without a cause. Dan, I just had a great idea. It doesn't what have anything to do with this show, but I think what we should do is we should go to Wright Bauer after this. We could walk Ooh. there. Just have a, Well, it depends on how sober you are. Do you need to get back? Uh, kind of, actually. It's probably no. not TBH, but... No! I mean, if we wrap up this podcast in like an hour... That's not going to happen. It's, which is not going <laughs> to happen. not going to happen. That's a pipe dream. Then, yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just putting it out there, you know? What, what do you think about the beer? It tastes like a pilsner. It to tastes me. like a pilsner. Yeah, it tastes like a good pilsner. Yeah, it's I good. actually like it um, a decent amount. And the weird thing that I was wondering about, like CBD oils, I always heard that you were never supposed to use peanuts when you're brewing beer because of the oil. And the oil in anything, if you mix it with, uh, you know, the rest of the beer, it's supposed to reduce head retention. Yeah, but I mean, this didn't have a whole lot of head. It didn't, but, I mean, it did when you poured it. Maybe that's why it's a Pilsner, is because Pilsners don't, in general, have much head retention at all. And, you know, honestly, like, head retention was... I remember back when we were getting into the um, craft beer, like, brewing game, they were like, head retention, man. You have to have it. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like, (laughs) who cares if my beer has a head retention on it or not? That seems like... It seems like the snobbiest, like, the weirdest thing to, like... If a beer has head retention, it means it has, like proteins and shit like that and there's not there's no oil in there to like kind of kill the to kind of kill the head but if it doesn't have it then it's just like a different kind of beer you know what i mean like who cares yeah i don't understand yeah i don't really get it either the only beers that i can think of where like i really think of head retention when i think of the beers are like super creamy stouts right and they're on nitro so like on nitro you're just gonna always get that yeah just by the nature of it yeah so so yeah i i agree i think it's kind of like whatever i mean if a beer has like no head then i I get it. It seems kind of like, I don't know, maybe maybe then it starts creeping into like carbonation issues or something and it just kind of tastes a little more watery. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. 
Okay, you don't know. I don't know. Dan doesn't know. I like this beer, too. I think it's really uh, sippable. I don't give a shit about the CBD. No, me neither. Other than it's making me high as fuck oh, right now, yeah, dude. yeah, baby! Absolutely! I got let it up in hell. Can't wait for the government to ban it in, like, a week. Do you think... They're not gonna ban it. I don't know. They might. They might. I mean... If Walker was still governor of Wisconsin, Oh, he absolutely would probably be, like... Probably. Well, but wasn't CBD creeping up while he was still governor, governor? It was, but it was like it wasn't at the peak it is right now. I don't think Democrats I, it was in like office just let the spice up. flow. Everybody, yeah. <laughs> the hippies are in the streets rubbing CBD oil on each other's buttholes. Yep, free love, free the hippies love. Hippies are us. Yep. Um, I uh, I don't have any further thoughts on the beer, Dan. No, me neither. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess we always talk about Untitled Art. They're a great brewery, and uh, yeah, I guess for anyone who hasn't who hasn't um, listened. Yeah, who hasn't heard? I know we had a few. I'm, I think most of the Untitled Art beers I got were actually when we weren't actually posting these episodes. Sure. Um, but yeah, they are probably my favorite brewery in Wisconsin. Yeah, and they are out of where again? I think it is. He's making a face right now because he doesn't. It's Wanakee or Waukesha. It's okay. one of those Wanakee places. Yeah, I heard about a place in Wanakee that's. Um, that's good. It's a brew pub, and I don't think they distribute, but I don't remember what the mm. name of it was. I don't either, because I wasn't there. Shucks, howdy! <laughs> but it's a great, uh, it's a great brewery. It is local, and all their thing, uh, all their beers are collaborations with other breweries, which is cool. So that's pretty neat. And they have a new, new feel. They are a very difficult brewery because they don't put the. Sometimes they'll put the style on it. Sometimes they'll just put the name on it, and then the logo yeah. is always just this like yeah. arty thing, and you're like. I don't know if you're like me, yeah. then you buy a beer and you're like really excited for what it could be, and then you pour it out and you're like, oh, this is like not the Michelada. The Michelada. Well, that's my <laughs> fault because I didn't know what a Michelada was. Yeah, but. that's a real thing. But though. also, it but should... there was one other that I drank last summer and I drank it like constantly. You loved it what and you brought it? it here and you were so excited about it. It was so good, man. It was the it's weirdest beer. And one I of my favorite. I can't remember the ever. name of it. It was like. Um, Shit, it's gonna be bugging. Yeah, it's gonna they don't have forever. it this summer. Matt Hamilton loved it too. He bought like a ton of four packs of it. That Start, summer. It, there's like a G. I feel like there was like a G in there, mm. or maybe I'm thinking Garden. Yeah, I'm not sure. Huh? But it was. Yeah, you're obsessed with it. It was like the weirdest beer I'd ever tasted, yeah. and it was unlike anything. It was like half sour almost, but it wasn't really like it didn't taste sour sour. It just t- it yeah. had like a nice little acidic twist to it. What, I guess the, I'd what say. the fuck was the name of that beer? A citrusy acidic twist. Dan will never know. Yeah, we'll it's think gone. Of it. It's lost. It's been lost to the annals I might of time. Think of it. Maybe I'll um, just like passively look for it on my phone. There you go. While you keep uh, going. Why not? Um. So I guess that kind of wraps up the beer discussion. Uh, so I think it's it's a good time to move into the books. Yeah, is it a good time to move into the books? I think it's a great time to move. It's into a gr- the books. Is, it, is it a great time? I feel like we're low energy today, Dan. Are we low energy? Um, is it the CBD um, oil? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's we're, just we're the, not we're not eating on each other with any dank memes. The mellow oils just chilling us out and making us more likable to each other and yeah. to everyone else. Maybe. Well, less entertaining. That's true. We want to be a little brash, a little brazen. We want to get a, a little, little ornery. With yes, each we other. do. But it's it's impossible with this calming, soothing CBD. CBD oil. We just got to say some like mean shit about each other, and then uh, Dan, what was your favorite comic this week? Um, let me look at the list. Jesus Christ, Dan! It was probably maybe Dial H for Hero. That comic sucked. Oh, here we go. Here we go, baby. ladies and gentlemen. Let's fucking <laughs> let's fucking grip <laughs> let's it, rip work. it. We're gonna talk about some books now. And before we do, this is your spoiler warning. We are going to spoil these books. We're gonna talk about what happens in them. Uh, and if you want to read them, these books came out a couple days ago, June 26, twenty nineteen. Just pause this button. Pause the button. Just press it. 
Press the pause button. Press uh, it. Come back and then listen to us uh, a meme on them. Yep. And, and everybody's everybody's going to be happy. So I think that was long enough for a spoiler warning. Dan is still looking up the beer. He's not focused at all on the podcast. So I'm not. It's this not is a one-parent home. I am steering this ship. He's a deadbeat dad. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Uh, we'll start with DC this week, and we're turning to a series. I think we did check out Justice League, no, Justice League Dark number 11. Yeah, but, I think we did too. I think yeah. that's when we were coming back to it after a uh, brief hiatus. hiatus. Yeah, we took a couple We took a couple issues off, but we're back. We're reading a little bit more of it. I can't get enough of it, uh, personally. This is hmm. Justice League Dark number 12, written by James Tinney in the fourth, with art by Alvaro Martinez Bueno, uh, Raul Fernandez Grisette. on inks. That's what it was. It was the Grisette. I'm so glad. Yeah, it had a G in it. Yeah, I was right. Look at but, that. Uh, um, I'm so glad you interrupted me, <laughs> uh, and you and you disrespected the creators on this of this comic book. I'm just trying to disrespect you. So we got Raúl Fernandez on inks, Brad Anderson on colors, and Rob Lay on the letters. I'll take this one because this is a book that I like. This is a spinoff Justice League team led by Wonder Woman. That's all about exploring magic in the magic. dc universe Ma- magic. magic i'm making i'm making a, an a arc. rainbow yes i'm making an gesture. arc with my with my arms but it's a rainbow yep, yes, yep. so so ma- magic in the dc universe and the team is pretty cool it's bubba the chimp wonder woman zatanna man bat yep. not batman not batman man bat swamp thing yep. and every now and then uh, what's his nuts shows up yeah john Con- constantine constantine but we also get some other cool people in this one like um the fuck is that guy's name? Oh, the uh, the guy who Doctor Fate like that guy? No, I'm thinking the dude with the, the old dude with the face. Doc- What's his the name? old dude with the face. The, the blood. His name is Blood. Something Blood. Uh, I don't know, man. Okay, it's fine. I think he might. And we, I think Etragon was in, a, in another. Oh yeah, he was in one. Yeah, yeah Etragon is yep. cool. Etragon is a DC is a DC character who yeah. has to speak in rhyming couplets, <laughs> which I can imagine why he doesn't make more appearances in books because yeah. I bet that's a fucking pain in the ass to write. He's also like an ancient demon that's like dressed like a superhero and kind of inhabits people throughout history. It's yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. Etragon. He's a he's a he's a demon boy. Yep. Um, and this issue particular sees them the the good old justice league dark team having been empowered by a very chauvinistic nasty <laughs> sorcerer man yeah um infused with power from him basically fucking up like four dr fates that are yeah. kind of trying to like eradicate all magic from existence yeah um to save it kind of thing like we got to destroy it to save it uh Something you know like it's that. a little muddy in terms of the um in terms of the motivation but uh yeah i think they're trying to like eradicate magic to save it wonder woman's like no th- you're taking the easy way out there's there's a there's a better way you know we can save magic and keep it uh without mind wiping a bunch of people so they go and they go and fuck them up of course yep. um and, like you do and at the end of it it's like i don't i was a little bit foggy on what exactly happened but wonder woman had the power to like recreate the world or the the magic world or or something like she was supposed to hold on to like the, the fucking tesseract or yeah. whatever and like like hit it with nothing but good vibrations like i <laughs> I, I hope she drank like a cbd pilsner before yeah. she did it because like because like I, I got the impression that if there was any like kind of bad thought that it would have like permanent ramifications mm-hmm. in the world or something like that so um yeah and so at the very end it, it, it kind of 
uh, reveals that Wonder Woman is kind of like swearing that she will protect the realm of magic from sort yep. of the nasty shit that is coming, like the Upside Down Man, whatever those like abomination yeah. dudes are. I'm excited for more Upside Down. They've been building him up so long, baby. Yeah, do you remember that one? Do you remember that one issue where it explored all of the whatever the fuck they're called? The, so the upside down man is one of them yeah but then there's that like little dude who like yeah. crawls inside of people's bodies and bursts out there's yeah. that like weird like ectoplasm dude who like makes people explode yep yeah i'm pretty excited for that i mean honest honest to god i almost put this back on the shelf but then i opened that panel i saw him and i was like oh yeah okay i'll pull it and also the art is really good in this yeah, i just kind of did it did a casual flip through and i was like yeah okay I'll, I'll pull this because like i love the colors mm-hmm. the colors and the art are just so they're they're so cool and neat yeah and, and you gotta love the team yeah i do like the team i wasn't yeah i wasn't super into the all team. the dr fate stuff that they've been doing for the last few issues it's fine i do like dr fate as like a concept but yeah but not when he's know. a bad guy yeah it's just like why but uh, the other thing i did actually like quite a bit about this was actually actually uh wonder woman's conversation it's like a with batman um there's a flashback sort of to when batman was talking about her starting justice league dark yeah and he's like just so you know magic is fucking terrifying yeah <laughs> like i went to i went to zatanna or whoever um what's zatanna's dad's name uh zatara zatara that's what it is like i went to zatara and i've studied a lot of magic and i was like so what do you think uh would happen if all of the biggest sorcerers in the world just kind of unleash their power for a bit on the world and what he told me was that basically things would instantly be creating and uncreating itself constantly and there'd be a bunch of stuff happening to the earth that we would never be able to comprehend no matter how long and we it would be like it. Ir- irreversible and it would and be within, completely irreversible yeah. and destroy all of our way of life and, and within seconds right it would be like the world would be completely unlike anything yeah that we've ever seen and he's before. like the only reason that hasn't happened is because the people who have that power we've gotten so lucky at the fact that they only fight with each other and they don't really fuck with the rules um, that they created. And if they didn't create those rules, everything would be a complete hellscape. Yeah. Which I thought was a really cool uh, mind-bendy kind of way to explain Magic's relationship yeah. to the DC universe and how it can affect that kind of stuff. Yeah, I really like the bit where he was explaining that like there are four people on the planet right now that yeah. if they wanted to, they could just like unmake existence with yeah. a thought. Yeah, you know, and he's and, like, and he's like, and we've pretty much done a good job of like you know keeping them away from yeah. other people. Yeah. But yeah, and Wonder like Woman's that. like, well, I fought gods before, and he's like, no, these these aren't gods; <laughs> these are people who suck who have the power of gods, and right. we somehow still got lucky enough so that they haven't made anything. I don't know. I thought it was a cool take on it. was. No, absolutely. The DC. I, it, that's why I like this book. Is it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a little unusual. It's a little occulty. Yeah. And I, I dig it. It scratches, it scratches an itch that yeah. like, a lot of comics no, don't No, I agree. They hit. have, like, uh, it, as much as the actual plot for a lot of these, I don't really get into. It's... But the yeah, there's, there's, like, stuff in the background and stuff that's kind of, like, motivating it from, like... I don't know the the reason why it was created that makes it super cool and it, it brings yeah. out a lot of cool stuff. Whether yeah, it's a it's such a winning concept for a series. And James Tinian the Fourth is a is a is a good writer. Mm-hmm. I would say he's a, he's a, he's definitely a good writer. Um, and you see that like there there are some strengths to it and there's yeah. some weaknesses to this series. Yeah. But all all in all, like 
whenever I see a new one, I get like, I'm like, I can't not get it. Yeah. It's really hard because yeah. it's just like, I'm like, God damn. Like, I love Zatanna. Like, when's mm-hmm. the last time we had like a Zatanna flagship? She's not really flagship, but she's like a main integral yeah. character in this, right? Mm-hmm. And Wonder Woman. Like, those, that two pairing is mm-hmm. fucking incredible. It's so good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, so it's good. It's Can good. Can get some Boba the Chimp in there too? Boba oh, the Chimp. Fucking man bat swamp swamp thing yeah. swamp thing swamp dope. thing's cool. Too. I wish he had a, a bigger part. Yeah, they don't do much. They don't with do him much, at all. but which is a waste of potential in yeah, my opinion. Because swamp thing is fucking. I am the protector of the green. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Classic DC disrespecting Classic. swamp thing, huh? <laughs> they're just out to get him, man. They are. Yeah, they're yeah. gonna cancel this thing too. Yep. They're on a. They're on an anti swamp thing tirade. Yep. They're gonna take down Alan Moore. Is Alan Moore? He he's like yeah he he did the most iconic Swamp Thing okay. run back in the day. Okay, more iconic than Tom King's Winter Swamp Thing special. <laughs> I'm gonna guess yes, but I have no <laughs> idea. Oh, uh, okay. Alan Moore, Watchmen. Yep. Frank Miller, Dark Knight Sin Returns City. and Sin City. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Which and those Speaking... two hate each other. I'm pretty sure. Probably. Yeah. Speaking of Sin City, though, there were some mad Sin City references in this next book that okay. we're talking about. Since you are going to segue it, I'm going to introduce it, and I'm going to let you take this yep. one. Because like, I didn't catch Sin City references, but that's okay, because I haven't read it. Uh, this is Dial H for Hero number four, written by Sam Humphreys, with Joe Quinones on art, Tom Fowler on inks, Jordan Gibson on colors, and Dave Sharp on the letters. Dan. Yes. Tackle it. So, Dial H for Hero, we... Missed a couple issues. We picked it up uh, no, last we've, issue. We've read every single one of these. No, I didn't read two. You I, didn't read two? No. Oh, we missed two. Yeah, we missed two. So we didn't miss a couple. We just missed one. We missed one because it wasn't available. I'm pretty yes. sure, like it got it got sold out. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a cool little book about the H dial, which has apparently existed in the DCU, even though we didn't really know anything about it before this comic. But we found a. It, we found it in a bargain bin a couple we weeks did yeah ago. so dial h for hero does it did exist yep. in dc continuity. it did exist in dc continuity before this but uh i don't know if it had a like real big following before yeah before bendis lended his wonder comics label to it bendis clearly has some sort of reverie for like mid 90s yeah for sure dc comics specifically yeah yeah, yeah. but basically there's a uh a, rotary telephone that will give someone superpowers if they use it to dial h for hero right but the superpower that you get like the hero that you transform to is like a random one totally random and it's never the same so that allows them to do these like hilarious gimmicks where it's like introducing for the first and last time yeah and then they'll even do the the, like their backstory and shit it's so good oh was the sin city reference the the ape lady yes okay i get it now because it was all black and okay yeah and even the dialogue was very reminiscent so they have the hl they took it from someone who stole it from them and brought it to the justice league but it's not the real justice league it's justice league detroit oh no (laughs) i did like he was so excited to be a justice league detroit too that's my favorite part he's like oh boy where they have like robots of all of these superheroes and this guy called the snapper who was apparently like the uh oh what's the guy ryan seacrest of like the justice league i bet if we go back into the fucking if we dig deep i bet all of this shit is like true to yeah form. i bet you there was a justice league detroit and there was a snapper i bet there was a snapper and i bet they had a bunch of robot versions of the justice league just yeah. wandering around but he has he has no powers he's just uh basically their social media liaison he's a hype man he's an um, influencer yep he's an influencer who had a brief reality show stint 
Um, but he basically just like watches over it after his reality show failed. He just kind of takes over as warden of the Detroit Justice League yeah, Museum, sure. quote unquote. Um, and then there's the bad guy in this is uh, man, I don't even remember his name, but he is a villain who is a ghost and his body is trapped in like a coma or something like that. Yeah, he's the of... operator, right? Is he's the one name? that's been like manipulating Miguel into into doing all this stuff. It's all been for this so that he can like take his get his body back or whatever. Yeah, so he uh so he finally Miguel and uh, he inhabits these robots that are, that are at the Detroit Justice League, right? And they start attacking Miguel and all of his bros and Summer? the Snapper. Summer is her name? Yes. Summer, Snapper, and Miguel. Yes. <laughs> and so Summer sna- transforms into Chimp Change, who is a Sin City-looking uh, chimp prostitute um in a trench coat then there's alien ice cream man pretty self-explanatory what is that a reference about do you know anything about alien ice cream man what Uh, that could possibly have anything to do with no i think it's just kind of like a 70s future i mean it does look like i don't know i think it's just a funny thing i don't know i don't i I don't like each of these art styles it's you're right it is like like, super deliberate yeah you're right I don't even know what the fuck that is. It looks like JoJo's. Yeah. <laughs> JoJo's it Bizarre does Adventure. Look like JoJo's. Yeah. Um, and then Miguel transforms into a uh, fucking Lil Miguelito. Yeah. Which he... is like a family. Um, oh, what's the name of that comic? It's like a really terrible comic. Uh, family Matters? No. That's the TV Pe- show. Family, family Circus. Circus. Family yeah. Circus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like. It, he, he transforms yeah he transforms into a series of like daily <laughs> daily comic book or not comic book but daily like funnies characters yeah, like he's yeah. a, he's like he's into peanuts yep um there's a nancy like a common day nancy um yep uh reference yeah it's, it's yeah all, it's all good yeah so funny. that was it was super, oh Hagar the horrible kathy yeah Hagar the horrible but he's doing the fucking thing the charlie, the brown, charlie brown thing where he misses yeah yeah so the the thing that i loved about so he first he starts out as middle little miguelito in uh family circus or whatever um not specifically named family circus and he's like this sucks i don't have any pants on all i am is a kid <laughs> this isn't a superpower so he uses the hl to dial again and he turns into hagar the horrible and then like so he keeps dialing but it keeps like building on the last power it doesn't really give him a new power he's like still stuck in like the sunday comic the fu- strip. sunday funnies yeah. yeah and eventually he becomes like this hideous hybrid of kathy <laughs> and hagar the horrible and what was it nancy nancy yeah. and uh <laughs> and he's just keeps trying like oh just give me some powers this sucks um and then the ghost convinces, the bad guy the yeah. bad guy convinces him to dial s for sakamaji sakamaje i don't know the bad guy's name whatever yeah uh so he does that and then he frees the bad guy and then the bad guy takes the rotary phone and uh flees sakamagi i always think it was like sakamagi i don't know man yeah he he convinces him he's like he's like you must oh who cares about the others don't don't worry about them you need to be the superhero and then he like then he's like yeah and then he dials it like and then the guy steals the h dial and jumps into a portal Mm -hmm. at the very end miguel is like how am i ever gonna face superman yeah. If I let the age dial go away, I gotta be brave. And then, yeah. he, and then he jumps in. And he jumps in the portal after him. Yep. So yeah, this was super fun. I still, yeah. My favorite thing about this comic is the art always. It's yeah. just the meshing art styles that they do is so fun. Like, they meshed Sunday comic strips with Sin City. 
and yeah, on the some, same page. Funnies and it looks Sin phenomenal. City, and then that I loved the fucking super bizarre ice cream <laughs> man. Yeah. I don't know what the I fuck liked him that too. was about, but it was great. It was incredible. Yeah. I, I also really enjoyed um this the uh Nancy reference where it's very clearly uh referencing modern day Nancy, which is a daily comic strip that you should actually read. Yeah, Jerry was telling me about it's this. It's pretty funny. So Nancy was this um you could imagine it as being kind of like a family circle because it's it's mm-hmm. written by 50 year old men yep. or 60 year old men for yep. 60 year old men yep. and nancy was this like kind of you know plucky precocious precious girl with her friend sluggo but it was really just a vessel for them to like draw like a very sexy version of nancy's aunt okay was her, it originally written by a dude or a woman i think it was originally written by a dude okay i think it's been i think this is like so this has been taken over by olivia james is her name uh, okay. she, i think she's like in her 20s or something like that and her biggest bit because she knew that all the fans loved the sexy aunt yeah is that she just always makes the aunt invisible and then never <laughs> lets anybody see them yeah and like all the comments when she took over were like we're like when are we going to see aunt carol or whatever <laughs> and like you know like super creepy and weird and so she just leaned into that and yeah. made it even worse and now they, i remember there being a meltdown over nancy being like this is this isn't for me anymore and i'm not i'm boycotting nancy and uh because she would like have things be like how do you boycott nancy i have part of a newspaper i have no idea just gonna unsubscribe from the newspaper it was just one of those things where they like where they were like super mad that they didn't have the sexy aunt anymore and that she was like making it millennial because she'd be like have these like weird existential crisis comics (laughs) and then use terms like sluggo is lit and things like that and they'd be like whoa oh they bristle you know Mm -hmm. and i just remember seeing her saying something like i'm sorry that you're not gonna get your and you'll have to search for your incredibly tame sexual stimulation yeah. elsewhere and i was like that's <laughs> godlike so yeah big shout out to olivia james and nancy um it's a it's a pretty funny daily comic you can find it online good stuff this is this is funny like yep it. thought it was good i thought it was consistently good again it's like this is kind of more of a popcorn thing you know it's yep. not like anything super heavy or um interesting plot wise it's just super fun and yeah it's really good at consumable being super fun yeah for sure yeah uh would recommend yep same dial h for hero if you've got if there's any joy left in your cold dark heart you will enjoy you'll enjoy uh dial h for hero true uh so next up for dc we have action comics 1100 i always say that it's not 1112 it's just 1012 (laughs) uh this is written by brian michael bendis with uh, i'm gonna fuck this up uh with art by simone kudransky uh brad anderson on colors and josh read on the letters so action comics takes place after following the events of event leviathan number one leviathan is on a mission to rewrite the world he's pitting uh superheroes against each other um and so that's kind of at the backdrop of this issue but what action comics explores is the red cloud and this kind of like idea of this shadow mafia that this one woman has pretty much orchestrated under superman's nose Mm -hmm. so it's operating out of metropolis and it operates in a way that like how do you you're right how do you run a crime syndicate when you can't talk about the crimes well she has figured out this language to use basically these terms and this this way of conducting business that code that superman can't uncover and then he's she's also teamed up with the red cloud who is a 
fun fact, a journalist, right? Mm-hmm. At the at Daily the Daily Bugle? At the Daily Bugle or is it the Daily Planet? Daily Bugle. Fuck. The Daily, Daily Planet. Planet. It's the Daily Planet, and um, she is the one... She she has actually gotten into an altercation with Superman and come out of the other side yep. without getting her ass kicked. She's actually yep. harmed him. So there's all that stuff going on. This issue is just kind of like a plot advancing sort mm-hmm. of thing mm-hmm. um not i wouldn't say like a lot happens no not it's really it's like an interview with this lady named thorn who has like bipolar disorder she's like by day she's this lady named rose yep very clever and then at night <laughs> at at night you know she becomes the thorn right because every rose has its yep, thorns exactly right? it's a split personality disorder kind of thing yep um so the red cloud is interviewing her under the guise of interviewing her for the Daily Planet, but what she's actually trying to do is glean information about what this woman knows about the Shadow Syndicate, right? Yeah. Because by night, for some reason, Thorn just goes out and fights mafia people. She, like, murders mafia people. Yeah, she, like, yeah. murders the shit out of them. She's, like, some kind of, like, vigilante justice thing. And, yep. and so the reporter goes there under the guise of being, like, I'm investigating kind of the cops turning a blind eye to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but what she's actually trying to do is try to figure out how she's exposed them. Yeah. Right. Um, but the cops do turn a blind eye to them, which yes, I thought was kind of interesting because it's like squeaky clean Metropolis. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's, Metropolis is clean, but the police let me murder all of these people. So. Right. Uh, and then at the very end, um, Thorn, the yep. alter ego of Rose, is approached by Leviathan. Yep. F- for recruiting. To be recruited. Yep. And she seems like a likely candidate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she was introduced to this issue, so it would be weird if she said no. Yeah, I wonder if she's the past character or not. I have Could no be. idea. Um, I don't know. There's some really, really gorgeous art here. So the panels like are in, that are interviewing Rose and Thorn, instead of like being broken up by like the lines, they're yeah. like this foliage. And yeah, I it made can't me even... wonder if it was poison ivy. Honestly, when it, it, it did. Was... It made me. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. But uh, but no, just just it's not. It, Rose and Thorn. Can you imagine like being the artist and being like, yes, yeah, so I want you to draw these like incredibly detailed portraits of people. People, yeah but then also in between can you draw like a lot of flowers and yeah stuff too? <laughs> i mean it's it's awesome there's some really good two-page spreads the colors in this are really evocative and rich um yeah evocative was, of what just of the mood right so yeah. like you've got the, these lush beautiful greens of the foliage and then so like when it's rose speaking and and thorn starts to take over you start to see thorn imagery right mm-hmm. so when rose is speaking you get these beautiful petals and roses but then when thorn talks the the panels become these hard rigid yeah. lines with 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 um thorns on them it's just cool it's, yeah. re- it's really neat and nice artistic touch and then in the fight scenes you get these like really warm orange glows it makes it look really intense i just think it's fucking yep go Gorgeous well art. Action yep. Comics has had great art for yeah. the last, I don't know how long. Dude. But yeah. probably since Bendis has been writing it is what I'm going to guess. Yeah, it's just a joy to look at. Um, D- Bendis does this weird thing with dialogue that I don't always love. And mm-hmm. this one was pretty present. That kind of weird, especially the shit with Lois Lane and Superman. I feel like, I just feel like they don't talk like a married couple talks. Yeah. They talk like what... I don't know. This like is, to idealized you mean or yeah they talk like they talk i don't have i don't i don't have like a super great word for this or phrase i'm trying to articulate that they talk like what a very clever person who is in a marriage thinks that they sound like when they're talking uh, you know what i'm saying yeah. like an idealized version yeah. it almost feels like a weird self implanty thing yeah you know like i'm like i'm like who no one talks to their <laughs> loved one like that you know what I, mean? yeah. I don't know it's just something i noticed bendis is like a, a kind of weird thing with dialogue sometimes uh yeah typically between lovers and then also 
father like ch- parents and children i'm like what what excuse <laughs> me um but yeah it, other than that it's, it's really good like the writing of dialogue i don't always love but like r- the writing of the of the plot and pacing is is, is good Fun yeah i agree Fun. it's hard to write good dialogue for superman also i think i don't know i think i don't know I don't, know. Uh, I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think that Brian Michael Bendis does a pretty good job of it. Would she? Would, just when he's not talking to Lois Lane, yeah. It's just like or they, John, the 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 baby. They they call each other baby like every other panel. Yeah, and I'm like, what? Yeah, I don't know. It's maybe maybe I'm crazy. people do that though. People do do that, but just uh, maybe I'm just maybe I'm just being weird about maybe it. Maybe just know. maybe it's just not for you, Jerry. Yancey Street. Maybe it's just for Yancey Street. Maybe it's just for this is all for Yancey Street. This yeah. whole this whole podcast. My life for Yancey Street. My life for I her. Um, Tbh. So last up for DC this week, we have Wonder Woman number seventy three. Uh, this one's written by guest writer Steve Orlando with guest art by Aaron Leprensky, guest inks by Matt Ryan um, of uh, the Captain Fal- the Atlanta Falcons team. Yep, um, fame. So big big ups to Matt big Ryan ups for to Matt Ryan for for following his dream and inking some comic books. <laughs> uh, Romulo Fiardo Jr. He's a typical colorer uh, on the colors, and Pat Brousseau on the letters. Dan. What are we? I guess I guess it's my turn, even though I don't really like this comic that much. But basically, this whole thing is a Man, flashback. You could complain about anything, couldn't you? <laughs> I probably could, <laughs> especially when it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, this was this wasn't that bad. Uh, it was a flashback with Wander Whammon being imprisoned as a child and her mom fighting her mom her mom from an alternate parallel dimension or something like that yeah um i guess i didn't really get the point of what it was but i thought it was cool so like her mom is fighting her other her parallel universe mom for the right of empress to the throne of but not really because she's she her mo- diana's real mom doesn't even want it she right just, she just wants her daughter back and to leave but alternate universe uh hippolyta is like no you gotta you gotta fight she, me for the throne okay she, she's like a likely story fight yeah. me to the death yeah and you're like oh, so what? the thing i liked about this was they they like go through all of the events in this ridiculous contest yeah to see i did like hippolyta the, like the, the weird super olympics that they did yeah it was so cool so they have like and it's hilarious they have like chariot racing and shooting and then the next event is storytelling storytelling was my favorite yeah that was funny global strategy they're playing like risk medicine lassoing aviation because they're flying invisible jets oh it was just that that part was pretty fun yeah um but yeah the rest of it i was kind of like man it's just yeah wonder woman's in prison and her mom works to get her out and there's a atomic scaled world that's being yeah, invaded by okay. atomic energy we're gonna get enemies. we're gonna get back to this but this is the two books in one week where this realm gets invaded by small people yeah. that have made themselves big I yeah it made me laugh a lot yeah it is kind of funny another thing that this made me realize that i wanted is i want a wonder woman year one but written by someone good yeah i like the idea of like fiery brazen Mm-hmm. Who hasn't learned some like because le- like nowadays we get we get like we get the especially in mainline DC she's comics too sage yeah we get we get the the this Wonder Woman's been around the block yeah. several times you she know always I mean? knows what's going on and she's always patient and yep. she's always compassionate she's like you know these guys suck but I'm just gonna let them work this out and yeah they'll figure I, it out I love fiery angry young Diana just being like no yeah i'm gonna beat these people up because they're doing bad shit you know yeah. I, just, I, I, know. I like that wonder woman best too honestly especially because pro well probably because that's 
really what I grew up with when I was watching like the Justice League TV show. Um, they kind of had to differentiate her from Superman, right? Because they're both super, like two super powered beings, yeah. both very altruistic, both pretty right. like boy scouty. But Wonder Woman also comes from like the Amazons and they're pretty brutal right? Um, and like to kill a lot of people uh, sometimes. So they... I don't know. They did. They gave her a cool edge to her in that show, where yeah. she is more in, okay with like hardline stances, more okay with like fucking up super villains than Superman is. He's always trying to talk people down and wonder. Wait, wonder no Wonder like, Woman. No, let's let's just fucking kick their asses. Why don't um, we just break his legs so that he can't ever do this again? Yeah, yeah. And I think I see that some in like in some comics too, in Justice League comics. But yeah, it seems like in her main line stuff she's always pretty like sage and peaceful from the stuff that we've read at least yeah for sure and i i I don't even mind the sage and the peaceful you know what i mean because like that's fine but like i just i liked the idea of wonder woman year one i guess you know learn i i don't know that's just it just seemed i when when she was behind the cell and she was making that angry face i was Mm -hmm. like oh that's fun like i want to see that you know uh, sometimes superheroes could be a bit too perfect. I, yeah, super, I agree. Super, Superman is definitely one of the yep. the biggest Mary Sue yeah. ever, right? Like yep. well, even le- like le- more so than Wonder Woman for sure. And yeah. it's like it's like I would like to see Superman get angry. You know yeah. what I mean? That's what you get out of Supergirl, right? She's, right. She's more fiery and shit. That's why and she's more fun, and it's more compelling, and it's more fun. It's more relatable at yeah. the end of the day. And I get that Superman's supposed to be unrelatable sometimes, but that yeah. makes it hard to read. Yeah, you know, in a weird way, he's like he's like supposed you're supposed to relate to him because he has a kid mm-hmm. but like also he's like the most unrelatable person in the entire world so yep. I'm like i wouldn't go in the hey let's make him relatable because i'm an old man and i have kids so i'm gonna write him to have yeah. a kid that's what they all that's what all the superhero books and also are it now. doesn't work because like making superman so they try and make superman relatable by giving him a kid except then they have all these awkward interactions with him which makes him totally unrelatable right for a totally different reason yeah it's it's just one of those things i just stop giving superheroes kids yeah. i'm sorry it's not good <laughs> just because you have a fucking kid and like every just because you're like a 40 to whatever year old dude and you're writing these comics yeah. or, or or girl and you're writing these comics and you have kids please stop yeah please stop I will say the one kid in comics that I approve of, and I know you don't, but uh, Damian Wayne. I love Damian Wayne. I don't love Damian Wayne. I know you don't. But the reason Damian Wayne is better than all the others is probably the reason you hate him, just because he's a murdering psychopath. <laughs> and I think that's that's a cool... It's like a more interesting direction than John Kent, who gets tortured on a volcano for five years and comes out like, gee whiz, dad, what are we going to do now? Yeah. Now I mean... At least they went like an interesting, different direction with his character. You know, it'd be the the most interesting direction if what? they just killed him and then erased his existence. I mean, they did kill Damian Wayne. Did they? Yeah. I what? mean, they brought him back though. So oh, whatever. What they just need to do, please, please, I'm begging you, dude. You got to wait for the is next it, rebirth. I, is a total rebirth. Total, total <laughs> rebirth. I want to see superheroes yeah. meeting them each other for the first times. I want to see like a bunch of solo series with year ones. Please, yep. just I, DC I, year one. Yes, please. I'm so, I'm so tired. I'm so tired <laughs> of this. I'm so tired of, of. You've been reading comics for like two years, man. I know, and I'm so tired of reading all these comics. So I, yeah, I've been reading comics for two years, but I've been reading modern comics for two years. So I'm like, I'm reading these like 
and modern comics are great. I'm not even going to complain about them, but it's like, well, I am going to complain about them. But it's like, <laughs> but it's like these are superheroes that I want to read about the superheroes, not their superheroes yeah. fucking kids. Yeah. I want to I want to I want to read about the Fantastic 4 without reading about their shitty teenage kids. Yeah. Or at least one of them's a shithead, right? Yeah. I like I just want to read about the Fantastic 4. I want to yeah. pick up a Fantastic 4 book and read about the Fantastic 4. I want to read Spider-Man. I want to see him in a high school like trying to figure out how to ask a girl on a date, not like uh, fucking Peter Parker on three divorces with like six dead girlfriends and like he's he's got a fucking he's expelled from school because he was Doc Ock like yeah. six years ago I'm like stop please it's too much Let's just go back and I'm hoping that that's what they do with the X-Men thing the Hickman uh, oh, yeah? house and powers of X yeah is that is that it'll be some kind of like clean slate interesting as, uh, who knows I, but. you can never clean slate the X-Men no man. The, the x-men man you can't you can't, you can't the, the sex the sex man, man. you can sex man you can't clean slate that well shall we take a break and get beer number two jared absolutely we're done with uh dc comics so we'll uh gonna we're gonna grab another beer and we're gonna come back with uh marvel hopefully this beer will not have any cbd so we get turned turned we're gonna, we gotta get turned up uh we'll be back with marvel and then other comic books um so yeah you just sit tight twite twite Help! Uh, we're back. We're back uh, with another beer, uh, fresh set of eyes, a rejuvenated um, minds, and rejuvenated friendship. Exactly. Uh, and we have another beer for you guys. To, we sure do. Well, for us to drink and you guys to hear us <laughs> talk about. <laughs> yep, yep. That's what podcasts are. Yep. You don't get to participate, but you do get to hear about us participating in it. Right, and you get to shout angrily at your speakers or yep. whatever you're listening to us to. No. That's wrong. The You're opinion's wrong. wrong. You're false. As so, hell. What's uh, let's, let's, uh, this is Dragon's Milk White. So, Dragon's Milk is a very popular stout. One of the uh, most popular, I would say, of the original OG uh, craft brew stouts. It had a certain sort of cult-like following, didn't yeah. it? It was like a 13% bourbon barrel-aged thing. I don't right? know if it was that heavy, but yeah. Shut it up, was, Dan. It was pretty heavy, um, and it was... You're pretty heavy. I also think it may have been one of the first widely distributed uh, bourbon stouts. Yeah, I think so, too. So, I remember I remember um, Dragon's Milk was on the tap list at the Tipsy Cow circa, oh, yeah. circa 2012 wow. when we used to go there all the time. That's so. crazy. You remember that. Of course. Of course I remember I what was on the menu in Tipsy Cow in 20... 20- I cherished those moments, Dan, unlike some of us. <laughs> yeah, fuck those moments. <laughs> He'll have a Tipsy Burger. He'll have a Tipsy Burger. Um, so this is from New Holland, which is uh, brewed in Holland, Michigan. Uh-huh. Tom and, Holland, brewed by Tom Holland. Yep, and this is a white stout. A white stout is not a real beer style, according to the BJCP. <laughs> but that didn't, that didn't stop New Holland from brewing this up. This is a white stout, uh, which really just means that they're trying to recreate the thickness, the maltiness, um, everything about the black the dark stouts they're irregular they're regular stouts um but they're they're recreating it making it nice and blonde i guess just yeah. without any roasted malt so it kind of removes all of like the dark fruit flavors the roasty uh more like coffee flavors um yeah so yeah. It, this is pretty interesting and this is also bourbon barrel aged yeah so. and it's it, it this is an interesting beer because uh it says that it's bourbon barrel aged yep. i don't really get any 
Oh, I get some bourbon. I don't get any bourbon flavor or wood. Um, but what I do get, and this is this might just be my brain tricking me. Bro, you definitely get some bourbon. Some like, some like barrel. I don't, yeah, I don't dude. get any wood. I don't Bro, get any wood from it. that. Bro. But what I get is like a sweetness yeah. up front. And like, you know how white chocolate exists? Uh-huh. I feel like this tastes like uh like if you were to put like dark chocolate in a stout and then white chocolate in this beer. Yeah. They make they they make yeah, sense for I, some and I don't I know if it's just saying. my brain associating no, the two. No, I think you're right because yeah, it, it lacks all of the dark roasty qualities and stuff and it's more of like But you get the same creamy character yes. in this in a creamy sweet. To it. Yeah. Uh, if anything I would if I had a criticism of this beer, I'd say that it's maybe a little too sweet for me, but it is graciously they didn't do what I don't like about a lot of like lactose infused beers and shit where they put them in tall boys. These are a nice little, uh, what are these? 16 ounce, right? That's a North 12. 12 ounce. You yeah. 16 ounces, the tall boys yeah. and 12 ounces, the little guys. So this is a nice 12 ounce can. Does this have lactose in it? Um, I don't think so, but it is kind of, it's just like sugary, like lactose beers. You know what I'm saying? It's a sweet beer and like maybe drinking a whole pint of this would be a bit rough. Exactly. So I think with this can size, I'll actually really enjoy this beer start to finish and hopefully we won't end up with another, uh, Orchata or Ale. I find this much more drinkable than an Orchata Ale. I find it much less sweet. Yeah. Um, I could easily probably crush a pint, if not two. Really? This. Yeah, wow. I, lo- I love this beer. I think it's fantastic. I think it's quite good. I think I would stop after one. Um, yeah. But yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm curious how I feel down the line. Because like that Orchata one, it's like, I, I like the Orchata one up front. But then when you drink the entire thing, it's like, whoa. I'm, I'm done here. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah. I'm. we'll check back in once we've had a bit more to sip on this and see if we both feel the same. But yeah, I agree. This is definitely better. And yeah. I don't anticipate not liking this beer at the end of it yeah i find that incredibly good yeah and, and i don't know it's like a cream ale yeah that's what it that's what it tastes like to me but like well a, but, a cr- but i know it's not a how cream you ale, imagine a cream ale should thought, taste yes yep. exactly i know exactly what you mean because cream ale is total misnomer they don't taste anything like a fucking nope. cream ale no nope. this does yes and this is this Agreed. is a cream ale yep. hello yep. BJCP. bjcp get on this call me back I agree. I agree um, 100%. Yeah, cool. I've tried so many cream ales and they're never... They're not creamy! They're never... The, yeah, they're not creamy it's like, at it's all. Like a, it's like a fucking blonde yeah. ale. A, yeah, yeah. Why Bizarre. Is this, why is this called a cream ale? And they're almost always, like, not good either. Yeah. Just, like, even if it's a blonde ale, it's still, like, pretty subpar. I don't right. understand it. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand the style. It's Ugh. like a grandpa beer. Yeah. You know, but he would still call it a dark beer. Because yeah, he'd like... Squirt a a bit of milk right from the cow's teat, and that makes it a cream ale. Except you can't that's, do that legally. That's not what so I that's was. That's not what it that's is. That's not what I was going for with that imagery. I was just thinking, like you know, you, you know your grandpa, you know your grandpa. He likes yeah. Miller Lite, and you know, and you and you give him a spotted cow, and he refers to it as a dark beer. Yeah, and you're like grandpa, grandpa, <laughs> grandpa. That's not a that's not a dark beer, grandpa. Welcome to the craft boom of the two thousands, grandpa. <laughs> the future is how many times do we have to teach you this lesson, <laughs> old man. You're going to drink this stout and you're going to like it, old man. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, let's just, let's get, let's go. Let's just mm-hmm. fucking, let's just do it. We're going to go back into the do books. It. Back into DC books. is canceled. Marvel is the new we shit. We now stand Marvel. Marvel is the new shit. And uh, we're going to talk, <laughs> I've lost the thread of this. We're going to talk about uh, Age of X-Men Extremists. Number five. Dax, stop barking. I'm recording. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, this is written by Leah Williams with pen, mm, with art by 
you wrote this. I can tell you wrote this because it doesn't make any <laughs> fucking sense. Pencils by George's Gianti. Uh, Jorge, probably? George? Yeah, Jorge, probably. Inks by Roberto Poggi. Color art by Jim Charlampadis. And letters by Clayton Cowles. I can t- I, the, second, uh, the second I started reading this, I How was like, How could Why? I possibly interpret the phrase pencils by you, Jorge Gianti? You have to understand, this is a whole rhythm thing that I do. So, like, <laughs> when it's, like, all, all these, like, words are out of order... Yeah, they're out of order because... Yeah, because I, I get the names... It's, it's okay. It's fine. Oh my fucking It's not God, your dude. fault. It's not your fault. Unbelievable. This isn't your fault, Dan. All you have to do is read it. I just wrote it, so all you have to do is read those words. And Why would I do sense. that when I can read the second word first, and then the first <laughs> word second? I don't understand what you're talking about. <sighs> Dan? Anyways. <laughs> Dan, do we want to talk about this book? Let's and... talk about this book. Okay, so this is the finale, the 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 end, the end game, the X-Men end game of Age of X-Men Extremists. Um, Shit is literally on fire. Yeah. Um, Jubilee apparently had been an arson. She uh, had been lighting yeah. fires, and she well was t- at the end of the last book, she, she was the one who was like, "I just remembered I had a kid, so let's light this whole place well, on fire." I think yeah? they were referring that she was actually doing arson before because she was taking all these newspaper clippings uh-huh. of fires and sticking them, oh, sticking them in the okay. thing, and she's okay, like, okay. "I, I yeah, might, yeah, yeah. I might have been caught eventually." And then she, yeah. re- then she remembers because um, you might remember if you've listened to previous crap comics that the that the extremists had a pregnant lady locked up by yeah. chains around her neck in their basement i loved how this paid off yeah uh she she her secondary mutant power is that she can talk to rats who chewed their way through her chains and she somehow got an m16 and uh shot up jubilee and was basically like for whatever somehow her seeing seeing her standing there with her kid triggered jubilee's memory that she also had a baby mm-hmm. and in a kind of like a, a really weird so these two hate each other as you well jubilee doesn't hate her but the woman definitely hates jubilee right yes. as you as you probably would being forced to give birth in a, in a basement, basement yeah and not mentioned for several issues yep um but there's even like a slight moment where where when jubilee realizes that she has a kid that this woman who hates her is like Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. she puts her arm around her, even yeah. though she fucking hates her. Yeah. Um, and so that is happening at the same time as, like, um, what's her name? Psylocke and Psylocke the Blob, and the blob yeah. are hanging out. Psylocke admits to the Blob that she hasn't actually been deleting or wiping people's memories like she said she has. She's been yeah. holding on to them. And, and that just she's putting them in her consciousness. Right. And so she's basically at critical mass and yeah. she can't do it anymore. And she, like, leaks all of her memories back. So everyone remembers who they were. They get their memory back pretty much at the same at the same time. But so one thing I'm unclear on is that everyone... So in this universe, everyone's mind was wiped, and they are pretending to lead lead like other lives. Is was she in charge of that mind wiping too at the beginning, or is it just when people like also they've wiped their minds again once people start realizing? I think it's who that second are. one. Yeah, I think it's okay. that second okay. one. So people aren't remembering who they are really initially, unless they realize unless that they realize before. that, and then she wipes it. Yeah, right. Okay. So she they they might remember. Who, yeah. So it's kind of it, I don't know. Yeah, it's a little bit weird, but it just don't stare directly yeah, into the sun exactly. on this one, and it, it'll be kind of fine. It's fine. Um, blob. I don't understand what happened to the blob. He so so when when her memory gets when her memories 
or everybody's memories leak out to everybody. Yep. They kind of turn on her. They're like, hey, that's that chick who wipes our mind. Let's go get her. And the yeah. blob is like, I'm going to p- protect you, Betsy. And yep. then, like, the last thing you see of him is him kind of slumped over. And then there's, like, a little rat checking him out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I, I don't know what okay. happened to him either. I think he's okay. I mean, he's literally indestructible, like he said. Is Betsy gone? Where's Betsy? Yeah, I don't know. There's, th- these questions will be asked in Age of X-Men Omega. Oh, he said, Betsy, just rest. Forget about it. He put her in the trunk of some pickup truck so uh, assumedly she got to safety and he like took the beating that's okay. what i would assume yeah from and that. he did it he did it for his waifu yeah respect yeah mad respect what did he say in that one episode i would i would sell out everyone yeah. in the team just to for a chance to fuck you yeah. forever yeah <laughs> yeah and look at what he did he, he 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 made good on his words yep he sold out the whole team not really not really and yeah and so the last little bit is um jubilee steals a car and a shit ton of money and mm-hmm. a bunch of supplies Robs for a bunch of banks for this woman for um, the woman who gave birth in the basement right for this woman and her baby and um is writing a letter to her baby saying i don't know how i'm going to make this up to you and how i this is me trying to make amends for the time yeah. that you didn't have a mom we'll like, see if that money has any real worth in the real world though because we still haven't because this have is no still idea. all fake yeah. but whatever we'll figure it out it was kind of a cute way to end it um i did I did quite not... I didn't 100% understand... I mean, I understand why this lady hates Jubilee so much, but, like, at this point, don't you realize that, like, she was a pawn? It's not really her... Dude, you would still hate her. I would still hate her. I would definitely still hate her. Yeah, I guess. They kept you locked up in a basement while you're pregnant. I I thought that they let her out or something, because when they found out that she was being locked up in a basement... Yeah, we haven't mentioned her in, like, two days. They, yeah. were, they were appalled, too, when they found out. They're like, oh, you're keeping her in a basement? And now, apparently, they were appalled about it and then just forgot about it. Or, <laughs> just did, or did, it did nothing? Yeah. Is, isn't like, that, well, I guess isn't she's just a, there now. Isn't that a poignant fucking yeah. metaphor for the shit that's going <laughs> on today, right? Like, oh my god! next thing you shouldn't do that <laughs> yeah move, we'll move but on we'll i'm move not on gonna to the, but i'm not gonna fix it we'll move on to the next thing yeah, yeah. um yeah I, I i don't know i i understand i i do but like also i'm like it's really hard to put yourself in the in the shoes of people in these situations because like like yeah if someone had me locked up in a basement and I had to give birth to my baby in chains and had a bunch of rats yeah. chew out. I'd be mad at him. But also, I have no idea what it would be like to like realize that the world that I was been in was an entire fabrication. Yeah. And that yeah. all these people had their memories wiped and that they weren't doing it. And I was, I'd be like, you know, so it's like hard for me to... I don't know. It's one of those weird things. Comic books, man. Yep, comic books, bro. But we'll, we'll find out all of our answers in Age of X-Men Omega number one on sale July 17th. We still have two more. We have Prisoner X, which we haven't pulled. Apocalypse in the Extracts, number five. And I think that's it. Yeah. What about that Omega whatever? Yeah, yeah. So Omega comes out 717. Okay. Prisoner okay. X comes out next week. And okay. then uh, Apocalypse in the Extracts number five comes out the cool. week after that. So it's three weeks. Okay, okay. Cool. Nice. And then and then I'm pretty sure Hickman's run starts the week after that, so. Nice. That'll cool. be fun. I'm yeah. excited. I'm excited for I'm I'm excited to be excited, excited about, about an X-Men. Me book. too, yeah. man. Me too. Where I've always it? wanted to be excited about X-Men, but there was too much bullshit. I've never been able to read any of it. Just reboot just reboot both franchises yeah just take it back to basics and it looks like they're taking it back to basics we got professor xavier we got yep. gene gray yep we got a guy with some blade hands we got we got yep we got your boy scout captain america Is who's got there? heat vision yeah maybe i don't know i don't know we'll figure it out what? we'll figure it out and speaking of figuring it out what else is there to figure out about 
the friendly neighborhood spider-man <laughs> what else is there to figure out about it why did you write friendly neighborhood spoodermans number eight <laughs> written by Thomathan taylor thomas with art by ken lashley and scott hannah color art by nolan woodard and letters by travis lanham so it's not Tom- Thomathan taylor thomas it's tom taylor it's tom taylor that's just my funny little joke that i that's, that's that i little... tell to myself every time i see his name do you remember today i decided to share it with everyone do you remember uh last week when i wrote weathers <laughs> yeah. weathers yeah. instead of letters yeah that i was, was listening to the good. podcast on my way into work and i laughed because I, <laughs> I remember weathers by i remember yeah that was that was good that was good let's just talk about other moments from previous podcasts and that way we don't have to do any new content for this one it, it's like those episodes of friends where it was just yeah. flashback episodes we exactly. should have a flashback episodes of when we're feeling lazy (laughs) we should just do a flashback episode that'd be funny and then we just drink and just not be able to remember any of the other episodes that we've listened to and just like oh you i forgot everything i forgot it all what 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 anyways (laughs) this is friendly neighborhood spider-man number eight um what happens in this (laughs) you tell me it's your turn (laughs) it's my turn but that doesn't mean that i totally paid attention to this book jared okay okay so, so there's the prowler <laughs> yeah. who tell me about the prowler Dan. so there's the prowler and you don't boomerang. fucking know you have no idea what's going on in this comic <laughs> there's the prowler and boomerang and uh they are under investigation by the police all of this up for right now. blowing up a homeless shelter or trying to rob slash blowing up a homeless shelter and the police are like, oh, it's a weird target. And he's like, yeah, it's a weird target. Uh, but the Prowler was there, who is a Spider-Man villain turned non-villain. Okay. And then Boomerang is there, who is Spider-Man, who's a Spider-Man villain, but also his current roommate and was trying to help. Um, so Spider-Man talks to the police and he's like, okay, so this looks bad, but I'm going to go talk to the, my boy, the Prowler, because he seems kind of cool now. Um, so he goes to the Prowler's house and sits down with the prowler and i don't remember why there was some justification of why the prowler had to <laughs> invade that homeless shelter do you remember yeah he's investigating he's in inve- yeah, yeah 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 i got this i okay. got, I got perfect. this dan perfect so he started a cr- a crowd a, cr- a fundraiser what do you call it crowd crowdsource crowdfunding for his friend's medical yeah. expenses and there was a shadowy evil organization behind the crowdfunding that basically took all the money and didn't give it to the friend, and his friend died. So he was this the same investors that invest in that that were investing in Aunt May's in homeless Aunt May. shelter. Oh, okay. So they were like, it's basically like they they just it's a weird pyramid. Well, yeah, they they steal they steal weird. money that people donate out of goodwill. Yep. Yeah, because they're shitters. Yep. So then this the old woman from the first arc that we read who yeah. has superpowers is also invading this same it's the same crowdsourcing yeah they, uh, they work with her yeah yeah they're working with her to do it well no she's not on because she doesn't like them she's in kind of breaking in no i'm saying that they as in spider-man and the yeah, prowler are working yeah. with her so they break in and find like this weird brainiac looking dude uh who's running the whole what's show. his name um helminth i feel like that's that's i feel like that's a name uh, it is indeed a name. It's a name, but it's a name that I have recognized. Hellman. Name above all names? Yes. Um, Dan, did you like this? Uh, I thought it was fine. I thought it sucked. I mean, yeah, it's... I mean, yeah, it did suck. No, it didn't suck. It was fine. Fuck you, Dan. You remember when <laughs> this was one of our favorite books? Yeah. 
I mean, it's not that anymore for me. It's it's still pretty good, though. It's still pretty good, though. Yeah. I would still probably pull this over the other Spooderman comic. Yeah. 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 Do you agree? Yeah. Yeah? I mean, clearly. Clearly. You You're saying it. yeah. Saying yeah. yeah. You yeah. want to offer any other thoughts besides yeah? Um, nah. Nah. <laughs> nah, bruh. Hey, you did a great job. You Thanks. Covered, I you, summarized you, this entire you, you book did. perfectly. Um... Yeah. No one can say otherwise. You did. You su- you summarized this absolutely perfectly. I, the prowler looks just like Spawn. Yeah, he does. Am I supposed to just ignore that? Who is Spawn? Uh, what comic is he? He's his own thing. He's not a DC. No. He's not a Marvel. No. Is he? Is he a Spawn? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I understand. I think so. It's like McFarlane Comics or something, probably. I don't know. McFarlane Comics. You're making that up. I am making that up. But he write he created the character, so it's like but it's I think it's an independent publisher. Well, maybe not quite independent, but it's like close. Yeah. It's I, definitely not DC. I bet it's like Vertigo or something. Yeah, I think you might be right actually. Or Dark Horse. I, I love the idea of this evil shadowy crowd. Image. Image comics? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. I love the idea of this like evil shadow fucking cabal of people that are just exploiting people's goodwill and generating yeah. fake crowdfunding for medical stuff and just and it's the, the money. perfect target for a friendly neighborhood spider-man to be like yo my aunt may's dying of cancer and using your fucking crowdsourcing so you gotta stop being a bunch of corporate scumbags you gotta stop doing that especially especially you with the weird goggles and the creepy especially skin. you brainiac sir and you gotta give back to my old auntie may because she gots to gets the chemo Namin? Namin. Nayim. Nayimin. Now you mean. Nayimin. I, I do. I do. I know what you mean. Perfect. Um, well, let's move on then. Next up, we have War of the Realms, number six, written by Jason Aaron. With art by Russell Dowderman. Dowderman. Matthew Wilson on the colors and Joe Sabino. Joe Sabino. On the letters, I'm sad we actually got rid of one of the comics that has uh, Joe Carmani on it. Oh yeah, you're he right. Had, he had two this week, but we got it rid of one. Would have brought the Carmania count to two. It would have. Um, so this is the finale, the grand finale of the hotly anticipated, the much sought after, the oh, man. the increasingly exciting and hype War of the Realms. It's done. The people have been clamoring for it. They're saying War of the Realms, you're great. War we of can't the... get enough of you. We need more spinoffs. And I must say, this was my favorite issue of War of the Realms that I read. I would agree, though that is a low fucking Let, bar. Let's just focus on the positives for once in your fucking life, Dan. <laughs> uh, and so War of the Realms number six opens up with Thor burning his eye out and sacrificing the last little bit of Mjolnir yep. to the sun yep. so that he can get a kind of inkling into how to how to beat the War of the Realms, uh, which was cool. How to beat the War of the Realms. How to win the War of the Realms. How's that? <laughs> Uh, and so you, we get to see Thor's future daughters, who I love. And so anytime mm-hmm. that they show up is like very exciting. Uh, so they go and they rec- uh, the Fantastic Four shows up and recruits Old Man Thor. Yep. Uh, from the future, All Father Thor, All Father Thor, to meet up with the current day Thor, and then also a young version of Thor. Yeah. So they have three Thors. Yep. Uh, to fight and win the War of the Realms. Wait, four, four Thors, right? I, I was just about oh, to get oh, okay, into it, Dan. Okay, I was okay, setting okay, it up. Okay, okay, okay. However, as they are about to go and be like, three Thors will be perfect. There's no way we can lose a fourth shore. A fourth. A fourth shore's a fourth, aboard. A fourth Thor shows up, and that's Jane Foster, baby. Yeah, Jane Foster. She back. She, she back. back. And she is looking so good. I fucking love. Yeah. I love 
Jane Foster Thor. Is... There is one good thing to come out of War of the Realms, and one only, and it is Jane Foster uh, gaining some superpowers back. Yep, she they, they, they did announce a big new series, uh, Valkyrie, so she's a Valkyrie now. Yep, so she gains Thor powers at this, loses them at the end of this, and then presumably regains uh, Some sort Valkyrie of Valkyrie powers, power, yeah. Which I'm excited about. Jarrett, yeah. I need you to tell me, do you know what the fuck Valkyries are in the Thor universe? no perfect yeah i have no idea because they like talk about in this they're like they're all the valkyries are dead now right exactly and they yeah. talk about them they're like all the valkyries are dead so if we die we die so i i assume that if the valkyries were alive then they'd be able to res them or something like that i don't know but i don't know how the valkyries died i don't know what they did or how they were able to resurrect gods if they died if that's what they're referring to no but, idea okay just checking so a couple goofy stuff happened in here i like there are parts of this that I like. So Malekith has taken the Venom symbiote yeah. and is fused with it. Yeah. And given it to like some of his dark elves. Yeah. Pretty cool. I think that's kind of neat. I think it's okay. Okay, shut the fuck up, Dan. It's looking fine, I guess. Um my favorite well, one of my favorite parts of this was a weirdly possessed daredevil throws a sword into a frost giant's <laughs> mouth and the frost giant just eats it and it's like okay what was the point of that yeah the payoff being that earlier like yeah. three issues ago he'd he'd Ate eaten loki. loki and then i loki, think that was war of the realms number two and then loki gets the sword somehow and cuts his, and way, cuts his way out, out of his dad's stomach yeah. what, whatever i'm okay. fine i'm yeah, fine that was i'm cool. cool with it yeah i'm I cool mean, with it yeah i didn't want loki the, to die so yeah the de- the the dopest shit in this was when uh thor basically like makes it start raining fire down and uh malekith is like kind of like you know he's like bitch like whatever i i conquered hell you think a little bit yeah. of he's like because the you know the, the venom symbiote is scared of fire so the venom yes. symbiote runs away and he's like he's like you think i'm scared of a little bit of fire he's like oh no i know you're not scared of fire but i have been using this fire to fucking fulge me <laughs> and then Mjolnir just like drops down from and the we sky back and we back and it's like bew, 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 bew. and like yeah. thor, like thor gives like he loves that hammer man yeah he does he just fucking loves it he, oh that fucking misty-eyed thor he's yeah like, and he's missing an eye so yeah. it looks like he's winking at it yeah you know? it's, yeah there's something about it yeah that was i didn't good. know that the thor that that um, Mjolnir says whoever holds the hammer of the hammer if they Possess be worthy the so they shall possess the power of Thor. Of Thor. Yeah. yeah. It's like some like Lord of the Rings shit. Yeah, it is. It's cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, so then um Loki cuts his way out of his dad. There's some cool anime ads in the middle. Oh, yeah. That's what I was talking about. They're Marvel yep. is starting up two anime ads. So wow, look, that is weird. Look forward to that, ladies and gentlemen. Jerry's uh, going to be pulling them. I'm going to be pulling at least the one with the lady. Yep. Uh, fucking Malekith gets dismembered by his tigers. Yeah. Which, he gets like brutally fucking dismembered, which is pretty cool. Like, there's a yep. leg. There's a leg. Yep. Yep. Nice. Uh, and yeah, and then, and then they win. Yeah, and then they win. And that was the end of the War of the Realms. That was the end of the War of the Realms. All Except not was... really, because they have um, an epilogue coming up next. Midgard's Rebirth begin in War of the Realms Omega, <laughs> a special epilogue <laughs> issue by Jason Aaron Rongarni. Uh, so please look forward to So really, this entire event was just one fight, right? Like, nothing really happened. Oh, I mean, I guess Loki they... gets his own series, too. I guess they went to... Um, fucking Svartalheim. Svartalheim, Svartalheim to get Thor. Yeah. Um, but that's really all that happened. Is they that Malkith invaded? They got Thor back. He got his hammer back. This whole event was used to that sell a whole bunch of new number ones because we've got King Thor number one. Oh my! Which is fucking... which is all all Father Thor and his daughters. 
We've got Loki. <sighs> We've got... Okay, so Thor number 15 is still going. Punisher Killing Crew, uh, number one. Oh, my God. Loki number one. Uh, uh, and Valkyrie number one. That's the only one I'm interested in. I'm I'm tangentially interested in Thor, King Thor number one. Yeah, I guess so. Just because. So the cool thing about Valkyrie is it is um, Al Ewing is yeah. going to be writing yep, it, yep. and then Jason Aaron is writing King Thor, and it's his daughters, and he loves those daughters. So. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, that could be good then. Yeah, so I'm 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 into. So is Jason Aaron going to be writing both Thor and King Thor? King Thor. I don't know. Or maybe he's just going to drop off Thor. I don't know. Yeah, he might. Yeah. One knows? of the. So, yeah, there were a couple. Th- Realistically, King Thor will last like eight issues and then get canceled. So let's not let's not mince words here. Right. There were two. There were a couple of really bad things I wanted to highlight because it was, because I'm a bad person. There's a one panel. Where, I think I need to pray now. Was it that one? Yep, it was that. That's pretty bad. And then, no, but it was also the panel right before that. So uh, Wolverine is talking to Punisher, and he's like, Frank, let me buy you a beer. Enjoy the end of the war for five minutes. My war's and Frank, never over. He says, your war might have ended, Logan. Mine never does. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, That's but that is so like fucking bad, dude. That is like ac- absolutely one hundred percent Frank Castle shit, though, right? Oh, that's no, that's just bad. That's just bad. You're just bad. And then the and then right after that, it's Doctor Strange talking to Daredevil. He's Daredevil. Are you were all right, my friend. I had the mind of a god, and now it's gone. It's like going blind all over again. I think I need to pray now. <laughs> Did you forget that I was Catholic? Yeah. Oh my God. That was. That was all he contributed to this event was, I was a Catholic and now I am super powered. Now I am a go- I am a god. Yeah. Hurry up with Madame Croissant. Man, that end that that end was okay. That that event was so bad. Fuck. I loved every second of it. it Next up, we have Magnificent Miss Marvel number four, written by Saladin Ahmed, uh, with art by Minkyu Jung. Did I do that right? Uh, sure. Okay, thank you. Uh, Juan Velasco on inks, Ian Herring on colors, and Joe Carmanya on the letters. He Dan, back, he back. This one's you. Okay. You want to do it? Do you sure, like this sure, one? Sure, sure, sure. There were some steamy um, purple boy aliens. Yeah, there Mush. were. I oh, like, baby. I, I like some cute Kamala Khan being a little bit, you know, nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we missed, I don't know, one Several issues. Several issues. Was it this. really two? I think we, yes, Fuck, I think man. we missed two and three. Guess you should have added them to your pull list, You know, if you would have just added them to your pull list, <laughs> none of this would have happened. Um, but apparently <laughs> she's in space now. When uh, we left her, she was dealing with high school problems, but now they're in space with a yeah, we purple like, boy. You remember the small stakes and yeah. like something very relatable? Yeah. Now she's like fucking crash landing in... a spaceship on the moon <laughs> with her like... parents and an alien boy and a shirtless and a shirtless pantsless alien, alien boy. boy with big old muscles. Yeah, it. Yeah, so that was a pretty hilarious uh, jumping off point for me personally. Uh, so they crash land on this planet. It's <laughs> why are her parents there? It's so bizarre, um, but it's fine because she's great. Well, it's just the drama of her parents having to like for the first time deal with her as a superhero. Yeah, yeah. which I love this as like a. It did do a pretty good job with that, and also they, they just found out that she that 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 she is well her dad did right her mom knew ahead of time yeah. but they her dad has just found out that his daughter is miss marvel yep. and now they are like in this situation together where she's basically like dad shut up shut the fuck and up and listen to me because like me. i you you're going to die if you don't you know yeah yeah cuz i know what i'm doing i'm miss marvel baby miss marvel bitch uh so there's like a uh, uprising of sorts with the purple man's it's gem world all over again yeah it's ba- yeah exactly 
dude, that's, yeah, great, great analogy, Jared. It is 100% gem world. Uh, they basically hear, like, an alien call to prayer that they, like, feel emotional about. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was pretty okay. I, I, I don't know. I, she, she feels out of her element in space. It feels weird seeing Miss Marvel in space, and maybe that's because they... Uh, do so much family drama with her it feels like a very human a very like earth kind of character um, and maybe that's why they brought her parents to space with her is so that they could kind of retain that kind of family drama element of it yeah. um, I mean that's definitely why they chose that and it kind of works I think I think it's still kind of tonally weird to have her in outer space I disagree. for me but I still like it it still works um, enough that I think it's cool yeah, so this to me feels like a hero's journey kind of coming of age thing. Like, and very much th- this entire comic has um, her kind of internal monologue talking about her story. Yeah. And her not really knowing what her story is. And it's intentional, right? Because on this planet, she is yeah. called like the uh, the divine one. Yeah. Or something. Like, she's basically the chosen one for these people, even though she has no idea who they are. Yeah. And anything like that. And so this is kind of like her. I, I thought this was a really good choice to like pull her and then her family which is like coping with the fact that like their daughter is like a fucking intergalactic superheroine Mm -hmm. right who can do stuff and they're seeing they're seeing their daughter being this like chosen one on this planet and like deserving it right deserving that title because she like busts up some busts up some bad guys you know what i mean yep she sets Um, them straight yeah, it, I don't. I, th- I just think it's really interesting. And the entire time, her parents being like, "Absolutely not! You will not march out there yeah. by yourself. I will be there." And she's just like, "Yeah, yo, like you need to like yo. uh, you need to understand like like that's not how this works right yeah. now, you know? Because like, yeah. like I'm in my superhero outfit. Like you can boss me around when I'm in my like yep. street clothes. When I'm in again. your house, right? But like but... right now, you got to listen to me. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I thought it was really cool. I really enjoy this. Um, the big reveal at the end is like they're they're fighting this like really nasty dictator guy who like you know he's just an ultra wealthy capitalist dude. Yeah. Like the they're talking about like the um the 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 perfume aqueducts yeah, that like yeah. basically shuttle perfume yeah, around to the rich houses to, the, to rich houses like it's like an extra like thing of infrastructure to make the rich people's houses smell good mm-hmm. it's, it's that kind of level of excess right while the poor people are literally starving to death the big page turn however is like the the big the the big bad guy right is like oh my god shit some bad stuff's happening and a bunch of like war pigs come yeah. out of the sky well it's fine oh yeah that's fine i guess the the beast legions yeah, That's whatever, what whoever the fuck they, they are. They look like um, the, the bad guys from Street Sharks. Yeah, yeah, yeah they do. I'm into yeah. it. Huh. I'm yeah. into it. And so that was it for Marvel this week. Um, yeah. Just got comics. one mo comic to go. One comic left, and we haven't talked about this in a while, but I'm yep. very excited because I really liked this. Did yeah, me too. Okay. No, yeah, I loved yes, it. Yes, it was great. So we actually read um, Ascender numbers two and three. We're just going to talk about number three today. Uh, Ascender number three was written and drawn, and I don't know, fucking, what, they, they did some They called them storytellers. The storytellers are yeah. Jeff Lemire and Dustin Nguyen. So we assume that that means that they were kind of collaboratively planning out everything, but it, I, I mean, feel like Dustin Nguyen does probably does the, the colors art, and art, yeah, the art. And then we have lettering and design by Steve Wands. Yeah. So Ascender is a indie book. Um, I think it's probably, yep. It's it's an image comic, and it's the sequel to the series Descender, which was yeah. all about a boy and a boy robot 
figuring some shit out mm-hmm. basically and so we're picking up i don't know 20 years after that something like that um basically all robots have been eradicated from existence not all as we found out mm-hmm. you know what i mean um but m- most and there's like this really awful horrible lady named mother yeah who is like in charge of kind of eradicating all of this technology yep. she has like a bunch of like weird crazy culty dictator culty, culty followers that go and eradicate it and mm-hmm. bite people and turn so this one was this one was hard like, not hard to read but it was it was sad because like you saw the mom and the dad yeah and you basically saw what happened to the mom which was like uh, they lost the war, so they went to the planet where Descender actually took place. That's this this little moon planet. I've actually read it, like the first volume, and it all takes place on this planet. So I was like, "Ooh, oh, nice, cool. cool!" I got to like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, there was a payoff there for me. Yeah. Um, uh, Dad and the girl are on the are on the run from the nasties that are going to try to steal their robot dog. Yeah. And intermittently, you're and getting guns. These, and guns. And intermittently, you're getting these flashbacks to um, the dad and the mom, who's like a robot. She's bionic. She's bionic at the very least. She's got. Like, I don't think she's a robot. She's got glowing. She's got glowing green eyes and has like a mechanical mouth. Yeah. So, but her kid is like. Fully I guess maybe human. she she could be. A she robot. could be a robot. Yeah. And, I, and I honestly don't know. So yeah, who knows? Um, <clears throat> but you find out that they got attacked by some of Mother's agents. Yeah. She got bit and got turned into like a basically like a a, a mind slaved ghoul. Yeah. Or whatever. Um, yeah. And so then presumably they fled. So pretty much all of this for me is about the tone and the setting and all that stuff hits. I think it's really cool. It's like a post-future world and it's like almost fantasy. It's like post-future fantasy. It's where... Star Wars fantasy. Yeah. Where it's like it's like that sci-fi. Star Wars sci-fi. It's like, star, it's like sci-fi, but it's like old mm-hmm. tech that they like don't know where it came from, but mm-hmm. they use it. Yeah, that's, yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, it's like that kind of stuff, but also there's like giant trolls and stuff like that around. Yeah. So I, I really dig the vibe. They do a cool... Uh, they do a really good job mixing the sci-fi with like... Uh, several fantasy elements to make it something like really original feeling i think yeah it's 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 very cool um and it makes me wish that i would have read like all of descender i feel like yeah i feel like there i i respect jeff lemire's ability to since i haven't write a story that i can read and appreciate yeah and actually make me want to go and read the back matter Mm -hmm. you know i think that there's like a skilled touch he's a good universe builder absolutely Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to more Ascender. It's probably like one of the only indie books that we pull. Yeah, pretty much. Ascender, unless you include Man like... Eaters. Yeah, I guess you probably wouldn't include like Archie or Sabrina. Or yeah, we those, used to pull but... Gideon Falls, but we haven't done that in a while. So. Yeah, and Maneaters is probably going under soon, or it's well, wrapping up it's soon. It's wrapping up, right? Yeah. They're on issue 8 or 9, and they're only 12 slated, mm-hmm. so... Yeah. So, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this. I, I'll say that, like, I hope they evolve the characters a little bit more right now it's still kind of cliche it's like oh it's the girl and her dad on the run from the government this is a good way to have a girl and a dad by the way i just want to i just want to let you guys know if you're a comic book writer and you're listening to this um don't make superman don't make superman have a fucking kid (laughs) just write a fucking indie thing because i don't care about this is good yeah this is good do you know what's not good Superman, Superman having a fucking kid and Damien and Damien Wayne and all the fucking <laughs> f- like Fantastic Four having like nine kids. I'm like I don't care. Stop, <laughs> please, for the love of God. I just I want to read Batman for Batman. Yeah, that's what I want. I feel that. I feel that. Do you? 
I do. I mean, well, I Mr. Mean, Damian Wayne, <laughs> dude. Damian Wayne is barely in Batman. They have Batman yeah. and Robin for that. That's true. Yeah, they they keep those. Yeah, segregated. and what's the point then? What's the point of having them have a kid if they're not even a fucking? They're because he's also in like Teen Titans and stuff. He's he's everywhere in the fucking. Mar- yeah, but when when was the last time in the Batman series that the fucking the da- Damien even came up in conversation never because no one wants that no he's in there he's in there no he definitely is like was, wait, what's the name of the last issue like the scott snyder uh scott run, snyder was which was there. a run like eight years ago dan that's yeah get over it It was like three years ago get over it dan. and he was definitely in that along no with one the lo- rest of the bad fan yeah and you know what they rebooted the universe you know why because it sucked <laughs> and no one because it sucked it. and no one likes scott snyder no that's one- why he's still writing batman today even though it's like shitty like oh i was gonna say scott snyder does not write batman that's- oh the batman who laughs would beg to differ Jarrett. i actually didn't mind the batman who laughs shut the fuck up that was pretty good you I didn't was- read it yeah we did no, we read last night on Earth. Yeah, that, but that was still Scott Snyder. We read the first issue of Batman Who Laughs, and you fucking hated it. We didn't. Did we? Did, yeah, did we, we actually did. read it? Oh, I don't remember that. I really got an urge to stick my finger in your mouth and and no, say no, 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 you don't no. got enough twang. <laughs> what? <laughs> did did what you, you not from? see that video that I said? Oh my god! No. You can't handle me, baby. You don't got enough twang. <laughs> I got, okay, we're gonna. All right, <laughs> we're gonna play it after that. Have to adjourn and go watch that. Uh, speaking of adjourning, uh, yeah. we are trying something a little different this week. Um, so right now, you're probably very confused. You're hearing the outro music, and you're like, "Wait, what? What? What's happening?" It's That's only right. been an hour and a half. That's right, folks. Craft Comics. This, the regular issue is ending. The regular episode is ending right now, um, and we're going to be releasing an additional episode this week, which is the bargain bins yep. and our pull list for next week. Yep. Uh, we got some feedback that the episodes are a little long, so what we're going to try to do is bust this into you know two episodes, and hopefully um, that that people like it. Um, so give us some feedback, let us know. Uh, but for now, I guess, wow, signing off, I guess. So we're signing off, and you guys look wonderful tonight. You do look wonderful tonight, and have a great day. Have a great day, babies.